know, instead of waiting for a good day to happen, you know, waiting around through ups and downs, you know, I, I just said, look. Thanks for days. We're back. We're here. How we feeling? Pretty boring weekend last weekend, but best weekend of the fucking year. Yeah, I didn't get to watch a lot of ball last weekend, but I could not be more excited for the slate that we got this weekend. This is one of the better slates I've seen in a long time. Like, there's games. Special. And it's kind of spread out really well. It's kind of rare when you get games spread out. Like, every time slot's got good games. So, yeah, I'm thrilled. I'm ready to get going. Can't wait for Saturday. Love it. Love it. Um, Let's start with the big games. Actually, it ain't, nothing really happened last weekend. Last weekend was boring. Fuck that weekend. Let's get right into the games this weekend. Penn State at Michigan, 11 a.m. Fox, Gus Johnson, gotta love it. Michigan's minus seven over-unders, 50 and a half. What do we think? This is an interesting game. I think this is going to be more of a slugfest. When I look at this game, I like a total here. I like the under 50 and a half, and I like Penn State to keep it within seven. Penn State has a really bad secondary. I think if Michigan's going to win this game, and I think one of their key points will be J.J. McCarthy throwing the ball. However, Penn State's run defense has been really, really, really good. Going against Blake Corum, he's one of the best backs in the country. Obviously, he's having kind of a Heisman-type season. I like this game to be tight. I like it to be slow in the first half, and I think it's going to go under 50-and-a-half, and I like Nittany Lions covering seven. I've also kind of been on Penn State the whole year, so – I'm going to stick with them in this game. I don't know if they win it, but I think they keep it within the number. I love that. I have the same thing. I think they win it too. I'm not going to take a money line. I think I think Michigan is a little overrated. Like this team is good. They stayed and look ahead weekend last weekend at Indiana, but like what? You they struggled with me. It looks like 20.1 point win or whatever, but it was like down to the finish the whole time. Um Penn State's good coming off a of bye week. Clifford like always has these big games where it's like he's just gonna go get you a dub. He's also how many years is he here? Does he have another year? I I hope not. It seems like this fucker won't leave. Uh, Michigan, I just don't like him. I don't like him, and I think they can run the ball in Michigan's defensive line. They're still missing those big guys. I love Penn State, and actually, that's my dog of the week. I fucking love Penn State. Oh, I like that. I love. I like that. I've I've kind of seen. It's been a little bit split. I've seen both. This game's. Interesting in the fact where I think they're kind of similar. I don't think either of these teams, when you look at them through their body of work, I think the Penn State game against Auburn spoke a lot more at that time when we thought Auburn was a little bit different of a football team. They look terrible, so that doesn't look like as great of a win. Michigan's kind of struggled a little bit early in the Big Ten. They haven't really beat anybody worth noting. I guess the Iowa one was decent or two weekends ago, but not, nothing really crazy. Like Neither team has showed a lot. I think they're kind of both. Like, I, I don't know if you look at them statistically, they both kind of push in a lot of different categories. That's why I think that this game leans more towards an under game because both defenses are really solid. Um, But I, I do think, like, if this game's going to be low scoring, Penn State can keep it within a field goal or, like, a four point, definitely within a touchdown. Yeah, I think I think it's definitely a game. Like, a, it's a field goal game, 100%. And, I mean, I think they could steal it. I really do. And they – how did they struggle with Indiana so much? Like it was, I guess, look at, it. I shouldn't even be thinking about that, but Cade is out. Like they can't go to McNamara. They have to do McCarthy. He has not looked good. He's like, he's forcing the ball downfield a fuck ton. Uh, their run game is amazing. Corum is something special, but 
I don't know. I feel like this is Penn State. And honestly, I feel like without pre preseason rankings, this is just like an even spread. Like, I feel like it's an even game if if Michigan's not ranked top four. Um, yeah, I like Penn State a lot. Penn State coming off a bye, too, Huge. which helps a lot. Huge. And they seem like they struggled their last game. When you look at their last game, they only beat Northwestern 17-7. They did kind of start to find a little bit of the ground game. They went to a two-bag system, and that's going to be something that's probably pretty crucial in this game. Um, when I think points are probably going to be a little bit tougher to come by. Love that. Love that. So you got the under Penn State. I have Penn State. Uh, next game, biggest game of the weekend, probably biggest game of the year so far. Bama at Tennessee, over under 65 and a half. Bama's minus seven. I wanted to make this my lock of the week. I really did. I really did. I love Bama minus seven. Love them. I really hope Bryce Young's playing. It sounds like he's leaning that way, but I don't know. Milrow, I mean, oh, my God, it was painful to watch last weekend. Uh, oh, yeah, that was your lock. Oh, my God, is Jalen Milrow bad? He cannot. He literally can't throw it's the ball. terrible. He can't throw the ball. Um, I did see today the third-string quarterback was, like, liking tweets about how he should be starting over Milrow. Electric. Uh, <laughs> but hopefully Bryce Young is there, and I like Bama minus seven. Yeah, this is one of those games where I think if Milrow plays, Tennessee has a real shot at winning this football game. If he doesn't and Bryce Young plays, I like Alabama in pretty much every way possible because I think Tennessee, for them to win this game defensively, that we know they struggle mightily in the secondary. And if Bryce Young is playing and he starts putting up points, I think for Tennessee to win this game, they either need Milrow and to make it really ugly and to score points on offense, or they need to turn it into a shootout. I think that they can. Alabama can win this game either way. It doesn't really matter. Tennessee hasn't won this game since 2006. It's kind of a rivalry game. Uh, This is going to be crazy atmosphere in Neyland Stadium, but I just don't see how you can pick against Alabama here, especially with knowing where the public's at money-wise on this game. I heard that 80% of the money had been on Tennessee and the line hasn't shifted at all. I think it went up a half a point or something for Alabama. There's a little bit of reverse line movement there. This is just a good spot for Alabama, especially coming off that game against AM where they looked pretty shitty. Saban's going to get the boys ready. Tennessee, I think, is a good football team. I think they're a little bit overvalued right now. If Bryce Young plays, I love Alabama minus seven. But it's also one of those games that kind of sucks because you want to cheer for Tennessee. Like, if you're 100%. watching this game, you want to bet with your heart and you're like, fuck it, I want the Bulls. Like, you're going to see that yellow checkered stadium and it's going to be electric. But – if we're in the making money business, I think you got to go with the tide if, if Bryce Young's playing. Yeah, I 100% agree. One thing, Cedric Tillman is a maybe for uh, uh, Tennessee, best wide receiver, like electric wide receiver. They they didn't struggle with them at all last week, but um, Bama's a different monster than LSU. LSU, fuck, talk about fucking frauds. Uh, don't get me going on them. Statistic here, too, is Tennessee's 128th in pass yards allowed. I think that is damn near dead Jesus. last. They're actually pretty good against the run, but there's probably a little bit of a correlation there when you can throw that easily on that bad of a secondary. If they don't figure it out, like this is going to be one of those games for Tennessee where I think defensively they have some big question marks. Can the crowd get into it and influence the game? Maybe get Alabama to, you know, have some turnovers. And that might be a situation where Tennessee can hang in this game and maybe potentially win. But I I just don't see it here. I like like Alabama. Yeah, I I do too. And – uh, Tennessee, man, the Rocky Top is going to be buzzing. Talk about a buzzing game, 230. I don't care what. Like, this could be an 11-8 game. It's going to be a crazy atmosphere. It doesn't matter. Um, 
yeah, 80% of the money. And I, I read a stat somewhere. It was like whenever a, when the public dogs, like if, if, the, if the public is on an underdog, they never win, like ever. But with what you're saying about the pass defense, this really makes me like if, if, if we find out Bryce Young's not playing like Friday, maybe Saturday morning, I feel like I feel like Tennessee might be the move then because Jalen Milrow cannot throw the ball. Like he he literally cannot throw the ball. And if their defense is like can't stop the throw at all, and maybe can stop the run a little bit, like there's he can't. Th- Do you watch most like that, that game was fucking bit, yeah. brutal. Like he literally can't throw the ball. I think the thing with Jalen Milrow is if he's playing, Tennessee feels like they can score enough to outscore Jalen Milrow. I don't know if how good Bryce like Young is in like the those weapons on the edge for Alabama. I don't even know if Tennessee can really outscore them unless they get some help from turnovers and stuff like that. If Jalen Milrow plays, I don't know where the number would end up. I think maybe it ends up at like four, three and a half, four. Like that's how big of a question mark that is. I'm still just gonna bet on him. I think well, the other thing too is like the storyline last week, and it was like, is Bryce Young gonna play against AM? Like people were wondering if he was healthy. They said he was available if needed. They haven't made it clear this week, but I'm I'm just assuming he's playing. Like all signs have kind of pointed to him playing. I'm gonna just bet on that versus you know. Yeah, hundred percent agree. Hundred percent agree. Bama minus seven, both of us. Um that's a really high total. Like an over makes sense there, but if Bryce Young maybe not. I don't love it. Uh, I'm so excited for that game though. Like that's just that's an all time game. That could be and and you know it actually. I just thought of this. It just reminded me of a game last year that happened, which just sucked. But Ole Miss at Bama, where it was Lane Kiffin and was like, "Oh, grab your popcorn and shit." Like that yeah. game had same exact vibe. Like a lot Tennessee, of that vibe. great offense, amazing. Like their new coaches getting them going. That that actually makes me love Bama more. Like I think I just played in the exact game a year <laughs> yeah. ago. It does year. feel like that now that you mentioned it. I love it. That was a good point, because That makes me like it a lot more. I love it. Um, next game, Oak State at TCU. TCU's minus four over under 68 and a half. Um Oak State's defense is something something that's a little shaky. So is TCU's obviously the over under 68 and a half. Like it's it's just gonna be terrible defenses. Uh, Oak State has some corner problems, like some injuries. Uh, TCU's 4-0-1 against the spread. Sonny Dykes, I will say, you know, something about podcasters, like like we're an NBA player or an NFL player, you got to watch tape. Listen to the listen to the, all the podcasts. I said Lenny Dykes, not Sonny Dykes. That shit made me mad when I heard it. I was like, what the fuck am I talking about? Sonny Dykes. That's my guy. Uh, what do we think about this game? This is going to be a shootout. Like, I'm extremely excited to watch this game. This is another really good 230 game. You know, it's probably on the side TV. It's not the same caliber as Alabama and Tennessee, but this has huge implications in the Big 12. I actually like Oklahoma State here. This is TCU's third straight game against a raked opponent. They haven't cracked yet. They beat Oklahoma. They beat Kansas. I think both of those teams, when you look back at it, are kind of fraught. Like you look at Oklahoma, they're not as good of a team as we saw. They struggled mightily last weekend against Texas. Kansas is good, but you know where are they really at in terms of being a, a really good football team? I think Oklahoma State is a notch ahead, both of those teams, and I don't really think that's arguable. Uh, Oklahoma State's kind of in a spot where I feel like they've been a little bit disrespected. Like, they haven't been talked about as much as TCU or some of these other teams in the Big 12, even Texas, like them beating Oklahoma. They also haven't had a lot of spots to prove themselves. This is one of those games. They came into the Baylor game, won that game on the road, I believe. 
this is another spot for them to come up and get a big win. 13 and three against the spread in the last 16 games. That's what Oklahoma State is. I love that stat. I did see something where it's like the home team is covered most of the time in this matchup. But I think this is a good spot for Oklahoma State. I think they're being overlooked a little bit, even being at eight. I just haven't heard them as much in the conversation. I think TCU slips up here. I like them to cover the four points. Um, I like them to win out, but I'm not going to take the money line probably. I'm just going to stay safe and keep it with the four. But I like I like the uh, Cowboys here. I, I I like Oklahoma State too. 13-3 against the spread in the last 16. What are we talking about? That's been great. And they stat. didn't cover last week. Brutal. Oh, yeah, that was tough. And the, the line was changing like crazy. If you got yeah. it right before the game, it didn't. But if you got it earlier, it did. Uh, yeah, I like Oklahoma State. Uh, older quarterback. It's not good. Yeah, is... I, yeah, three for three. <laughs> three for three on the same picks for both of us. It's it's not good. Uh, I don't know. I just TCU. It's after what you're saying. Like, they're eighth in the country, and I feel like we haven't heard about them once. They they beat Baylor. Obviously, Baylor doesn't look that good anymore. Um. But they can score. Like, dude, it's just such bad defense. It's just brutal Yeah, I mean, defense. the thing about Oklahoma State, I feel like in the past like couple of years is we've been like, damn, they can hang their hat on having a really good defense in the Big 12. Lost their defensive coordinator at Ohio State. There's been some serious question marks on that side of the ball. But like you said, this is going to be absolutely no defense played here. Yeah, it's brutal. It's brutal. I mean, how do you give like 40 or 31 to Tech, 25 to Baylor, all that? Like, it's just not it. Um Three for three on the same games, bro. This is bad. I will say this. I picked up another stat, and it said Oklahoma State leads the Big 12 in third down defense, getting off the field on third downs. And, and, and a defense that gives up a lot of points in both sides, I love having that stat on my side where it's like if they get that to third down, I feel comfortable knowing that they get off the field the most in the Big 12. That's a stat that I saw and made me like Oklahoma State a lot more. Just to love, it. That out love it. Also, I like – why is TCU even? Fa- I don't feel like they should even be favored. I guess in TCU, I maybe I'm maybe I'm off on this game, but Oklahoma State, dude, I've been saying it for like the last year. Why is there no respect to them? Yeah, they they are just kind of one of those teams that fall under the radar. I feel like Oklahoma State's one of those teams that is consistently really good, and they just can never get over the hump. Like True. they're always there and can't get over the hump. I think this is sets up a potential crazy game next weekend with Texas. But we're going to get into that. I have another Love pick it. on the Texas game. But I'm getting too. a little far ahead of myself. I do too. Uh, yeah, shout out Oak State. They were they were actually like one two-point conversion away from being in the college playoff last year. No one likes to talk about it. I love them. Uh, and those are actually the boys. Like, I just I just ride with them. Sanders is a G at quarterback too. Uh, next game. This one, this one isn't as high-powered and interesting. NC State at Syracuse. I mean, who would have thought Syracuse is 5-0 coming into this game? Actually, 6-0, I think. I mean, last week they played Wagner. They won by, like, 80. Um, what do we think about this game? This and, is – oh, go ahead. No, I was just going to say NC State struggled with uh, Florida State last week. Florida State's pretty good. This is going to be the opposite of the game we just discussed. 100%. I mean, the total on this is 42. This is going to be a low-scoring, just ugly slugfest of a game. The biggest question mark here is NC State with is Devin Leary going to play? Is he healthy? I think that makes a pretty significant difference in who's going to win this game. With that being said, I really do like North Carolina State here, plus three and a half. Syracuse, I think, is one of those fraud teams. They just bounced their way up to 18th in the country. They have played absolutely nobody. I mean, you look at their schedule, and I guess Purdue. The best wins one. probably Purdue, which I'm a little bit higher than most people on Purdue. Uh, that was a pretty good win at home, but they should not have won that game in the first place. 
NC State did struggle last weekend, but this is a battle of two pretty good defenses going into this game. Syracuse has the number one defense in the ACC. I just trust North Carolina State. I kind of like this number. I like the three and a half, a little bit of a cushion with that half point. Uh, I honestly might end up taking NC State money line if I see that Leary is playing in this game. But with that being said, I'm definitely going to be on the three and a half, regardless if he's starting or not. I've been going back and forth on this game nonstop, nonstop. Um, I landed on when I finished my picks, I landed on Syracuse minus three and a half. And it's just, I don't feel comfortable with it at all. I mean, it's in the carrier dome, that big ass dome they have. Uh, I just, I do the both. Okay. Both good defenses. Syracuse defenses are like just so old. Like they've all been there for five years. They're all old. That's college football right now, but like, they're not bad. They haven't played anybody struggled with Virginia a couple weeks ago. And Oh my God, Virginia is brutal bet on them a couple of times just never do that uh I don't know they can run the ball and NC State can kind of stop the run and I don't know why I picked Syracuse now I'm trying to think I didn't <laughs> I didn't write like what I was thinking down I just bet Q's I picked Q's I said good defense I, I don't hate that because we've been pretty similar on the pick so far good to change it up for it's sure good. it's definitely good to change for sure um yeah, give me Q's and Leary. Leary, I mean, without him, where I who knows where they go there. Um, but give me Q's minus three and a half. I've loved Schrader and Tucker. Like the running back quarterback, they just run over everybody. Um, it's gonna be hard against NC State, but I, I got some faith in Q's. And honestly, I watched Q's a lot last year too. And so I think I just made like a little Cinderella pick. Like that, those are just the boys. Like, go get you one. Like, if they win this game, they're probably top like 12 in the country. They're 18 right now. Get a top 15 win against NC State. I think they got Clemson. Don't look now for Syracuse. Yikes. They do have Clemson next weekend. Wow, and Notre Dame. And then Pitt, and then, oh, my Christ. Okay. (laughs) Hughes minus three and a half. Hey, it makes sense that they got some fucking talent coming up. They haven't played anybody the first half of the season. Brutal. UConn, Wagner. I mean, but Hey, for your sake, maybe maybe the Q's go get one at home here. Right, right. Why not not them? This is 100% one of those games where it's like, if you really read into it, NC State's probably the play, but then, like, they just go out and play and Syracuse runs them. Yeah, I don't care. To be on the record, I don't care who's starting at quarterback for North Carolina State. I don't. I don't think it matters. Even if the Q's win, I just like this as a field goal game. I think it's going to be really low. Score. Fair, definitely fair. Uh, next game: Mississippi State at Kentucky. Kentucky's plus four over under forty nine. Um, this is another gross game. Kentucky was supposed to be one of those teams. They lost a big game and then they laid an egg again. Lost a big game against Ole Miss, then laid an egg against South Carolina. Uh, South Carolina dude, Rattler, SEC, new SEC team. Um, there's. Did you see the video of the coach? And he was like, uh, before the season, he was like dancing with his team, and he had these sunglasses on, backwards hat, Ooh, and big. the coach at South Carolina, and then Kentucky's coach was like bullshitting about it, and then they beat him, and he was wearing the glasses, backwards hat. It was electric. Uh, with that being said, Mississippi State is different. Mississippi State's a lot better. Um, it makes you want to take Mississippi State. I'm staying away from it. I'm going over. I think Mississippi State can score on Kentucky's defense. Kentucky's defense is really good. You gave me a face like, oh, fuck. You probably have the over. I got a stat. Um, I think Kentucky's defense is really good, but Mississippi State's offense is really good. I think that can counter it. And Mississippi State's defense is just not there. It's just not good. Kentucky, Levis didn't do shit last week. Levis, get the boys going. 
get that offensive line back to what it was. They suck now. They're brutal. They let up sacks all the time. No run game. Uh, I like the over 49. I think Mississippi State's going to score, and Levis is going to have to keep him in the game. Score to have to keep him in the game. I have a stat here. It says smart money on the under. 50% of the bets have been on the under, but 90% of the money is on the under. That tells me that this game might be going under, especially if Will Levis doesn't play. I think he got knocked out in the second half of that game. He might be out for this one. It's uncertain right now. He might or may not play. I like Kentucky plus four and the under in this game. I think this is a game that could be low scoring. I think that Kentucky secondary is a hell of a lot different than that Arkansas secondary that uh, Will Rogers saw last week, and we know how bad they are. It's going to be a different story in Kentucky. This is a tough test for Mississippi State. I also think it's kind of a sandwich spot for them. When you look at Mississippi State, they won a pretty big game last weekend against Arkansas, looked really good on both sides of the ball. They have Alabama next weekend at Alabama. Kentucky coming off a loss. They've kind of been on a little bit of a skid. This is a good chance to get back home, beat a tough SEC team that's been ranked pretty. Mississippi State's been getting a lot of love, and they've been deserving of it. I just think this is where that SEC schedule kind of wears down on people. I like Kentucky at home in a bounce-back spot to cover the four, and I I do like that under as well just because of that stat that I mentioned earlier. Yeah, uh, I'm going to stick with the over. You know, fuck it. Trust my brain. You know, sometimes the brain doesn't need stats. Sometimes the brain is greater than stats. Uh, doubt. Why does that just sound so dumb? Mississippi State, I'm going to take two. I like them. The more you talk, the more I like them. I don't know why. It Because it, everything does say uh, pick Kentucky here. Like, come well, off two Kentucky. losses. Well, yeah, I know. I know. Fuck. No, I know. <laughs> no, all right, I know. All right. All right. I know. We'll pick off here. I like Yeah. I got the over. Yeah, we have both opposite. I like him. I don't know. I mean, Will Rogers is going to be able to score, dude. He can just sling it. I don't care who secondary is. He's going to sling the ball. Um, Mississippi State, shout out to him. They're they're grinding. They're four and five and one, and their one loss is to LSU, and they got slaughtered by LSU. How is that possible? How does that happen? It's not okay. Uh, so I'm going to get the over. Mississippi State minus four. You have Kentucky plus four and the under. Uh Yikes. That's, at least we're switching it up. With the first three picks the same, next three different. Love it. Uh, last big game. Huge game in the Pac-12. USC at Utah. Utah's minus three and a half, over under 65. Um, injuries, Addison might play for USC, their top receiver. Uh, they had another receiver that's been struggling. Utah laid an egg last week. That was my lock of the week against UCLA at UCLA. Fuck me. That was a bad pick. Holy shit. They were terrible. They weren't ready. They look completely different on the road. All that bullshit. What do we think about this game? I'm going to save this because this is my lock of the week. Love it. Love it. Uh, I'll do mine. I like Utah. I like Utah a lot. Um, I think at home they're a completely different team. And Maybe this is what you're saying, but uh, – I would lean over too. I like the old. Actually, yeah, I'm gonna take the over 65 because I I think USC is gonna score. Like they're gonna score. Utah's defense is special, but they're gonna score. Uh, and Ryzen and the boys can get going. And I was looking last week. U uh, USC played Wazoo. Wazoo is so bad on 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 offense. They scored like 14 points. If they run, if USC runs into a real offense, I think they could get demolished. I think they can win in the trenches with kind of a USC team who hasn't done a ton. I like Utah minus three and a half in the over sixty-five. Uh, we'll get to the next game. Actually, no, that's the last big game. Great, I mean, talk about a great fucking slate. That's though. A oh great my 
God. Ooh, I'm geeking out. I love it. Great. I mean, like, I cannot wait. That's that's and thank listeners. They you guys know I'm an Iowa fan. If you've been paying attention to the pod, thank fucking God we don't play this week. Thank fucking God. <laughs> this is the first weekend in a while I get to enjoy a full slate of football and not have to watch that fucking offense. Same shit for the Lions on Sunday bye week. Like it couldn't. It's just. It's sometimes it's good to be done. Sometimes you don't have to have your Saturday or Sunday ruined by your and, favorite team. And for me, the Bears play tonight on a Thursday night. So Huge. that's out of the way. What a, I mean, you're gonna have a weekend. Yeah, it's gonna be a stress free weekend. I love it. I love it. Let's get to our first segment. There ain't no puppies, dog of the week. Shout out, Jameis. We love you. We love you. SEC, Florida State. Florida State, your brothers. Your team, your heartbeat. We some dogs. We ain't no puppies. Smile, let's go, We some dogs. Rob Sievers, y'all cannot be stopped. The whole game. We got the best running back in the whole damn league. And we got a quarterback that's going to toss that thing. O-line, wake up. I already said mine. I'll say mine first. State Penn plus seven. I, I love them. I really do. I think Michigan's fraud. We've talked about this. Um, I think, you know, this is this is probably in my head bad. Michigan State is really bad. And I know Michigan State and Michigan are completely different schools, different teams and everything. I think those two teams might just suck. Like, I don't, I mean, obviously Michigan doesn't suck. I think Michigan State and Michigan are both going to take step backs. And I think this is the starter I love Penn State. Off the bye, Penn State plus seven. I like a money line. The more I talk about it, the more I might take a money line. I like Penn State plus seven, dog of the week. Dog of the week. I like, I think you're being a little bit too disrespectful to Michigan. Oh, like, 100%. Let's, let's just pump the brakes. 100%. On Michigan. Like, they are still a really good football yep. team. Probably the second best team in the Big Ten. For sure, talent wise, I think Penn State's probably yeah. three. I mean, they got a little bit more talent than Penn State. But fuck them. Fuck. Okay. I like. My dog of the week is this is a strictly spot game. Oh. This is a spot game. A hundred percent. I saw it. I loved it. I love it probably a little bit too much because I've been on this team a lot and they just really fucked me over. I hate this team. I hate this school that I'm going to bet on, but for whatever reason, I keep oh, going no, back. Nebraska. No, fuck oh, no. I thought I had I'm, it. Done with them. <laughs> I'm done with them. I'm going Iowa State plus 16 at Texas. I love this game so much. Texas is coming off a 49-0 shellacking in the Red River shootout. They have a date with Oklahoma State the following weekend. Iowa State quietly has been one of those teams where it's like, goddamn, they've been in every single game. They just have not closed the door. I don't know if they're going to like compete to win this game. I honestly could see it. Like I, I have the vision of – Iowa State like planting the flag midfield in Austin. I don't think that's actually going to happen, but I do love them to cover 16 here. Uh, I think this is a good spot for them. This is classic coming off an extreme high for Texas and have a crazy look-ahead game the following weekend. This is a huge spot for Iowa State to come in and cover 16. 11 a.m. kick. Everything tells me Iowa State. I love that. I had it on my card, took it off. Put it back on the card. Like, I mean, I love that. I love that. Texas 49-0, dude. 49-0 against Oklahoma last week. That is just brutal. Um, dog of the week. I love those. Love those. Uh, let's get to our picks. Um, you know, staying in that same game, actually. Iowa State at Texas. Uh, under 48 and a half. Texas, zero points to Oklahoma. I know uh Gabriel wasn't playing. I know they haven't looked amazing. These guys can play defense. There's one outlier in their schedule is when they lost to Tech, 
It was just a fluke game. Their defense is for real. Iowa State the last couple weeks, they only let up 11 uh, to Kansas and only 10 to um, Kansas State, two teams who can score a fuck ton. Iowa State, their defense, meh, we'll take it. Their offense, I don't know. Texas, Ewers and Bijan are an electric duo to start on offense. Um, but coming off a big win, I think it's a letdown spot. I'm going to take this plus 17 as well. But I love the under 48 and a half. Two good defenses. And uh, I don't want to talk about it too much. But, like, I was all over Texas last week. I mean, all like, I loved them last week. Hammered it. Money. All right. To you. All right, I'm, this is a we're going games. Right yeah, now. yeah. This is full car. Okay, so I'm going to start off tonight, Thursday night action. I like West Virginia a lot, plus three. West Virginia, or I'm sorry, Baylor is 0-5 in Morgantown, and the home team has covered the spread four out of the last five times in this matchup, plus three at home getting points. I think that they might win this game outright. I think it's a good matchup for them. Uh, Baylor's been sliding a little bit here. I think this is a chance for – West Virginia to jump on the pile and get a win here at home in Morgantown. I have Baylor minus three. Just because trap line, hundred percent, hundred percent square. Because, hey, to can I like say when I first saw this game, I was like, oh my god, Baylor. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's like the first week betting. Like everybody who was the first week betting this week has Baylor. Yeah. Uh, I like Baylor though. They're they you know this is kind of one of those spots where it's like yeah they've been really bad. But buy low, buy low, maybe get some going. Uh, they have that bald coach who's electric. Fuck that guy. What? I hate that guy. No. I hate him. I he, can't think of what his name is. It's, it's like an energy thing. I look at him yeah. and I'm like, he gives bad vibes. I, I love him. I love the bald head. He just looks so angry on the sidelines all the time. Uh, I have Baylor minus three. West Virginia's uh, offense is solid. Defense is really bad, especially passing the ball. Uh I think Baylor can throw the ball over him. I really do. Uh, even though Baylor doesn't throw the ball a ton, I think I think it's just going to open up. I think it's going to open up Baylor minus three. Uh, another Thursday night, Temple plus 23 and a half. What? I'm not just saying. It's just like every time I bet on Temple, those boys. Oh, yeah. No, it's brutal. Those boys are brutal. I, You know, that, that's been UCF with me this year. It's just like, what the fuck, dude? I, you can't trust the bounce house anymore. Like, how can they not have the best home field, the bounce house? How is it not the bounce house? Like, give me the bounce house. I want the bounce house. <laughs> uh, Malzahn is just there. Dude, they are going in the wrong direction right now. I hate UCF. It's a strictly fade. Plus 23 and a half. Temple, like it's it's not good like there's no chance they're good 23 and a half they're gonna keep it close first half third quarter maybe get out but you got 23 and a half points that's all i need temple it's a lot of points to play with 100 percent. do you have any friday night i have one okay go ahead then smu minus 12 same exact thing with baylor by low smu has been fucking brutal they had well last week they won i think uh, but before that, they had like people trying to sit out because they got dogged so bad by TCU. Uh, it, it's 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 not looking great, but they're getting twelve and a half. Navy is terrible; like they're really bad still. I keep betting against Navy, and they've kind of shut me up a couple times. Oh man, I gotta stop betting against Navy. This is my last. If this loses, I'm gonna be done betting against Navy. SMU minus twelve. And I half. will say this to SMU's defense: that game against UCF where they got absolutely pounded. I had a huge bet on UCF. 
But that was also kind of a spot game. It was so weird. It was one of those games that got moved because of the hurricane. It got pushed back. Like it kept yeah, getting that was pushed like back. Wednesday. It ended it? up on like a Wednesday yeah. of the following week. That was just a really weird situation. SMU's a better football team than that. They haven't been great, but I I, be, I was higher on them to start the year. They're a lot better than they showed in that game. Love it. Love it. That's all mine for Friday night. And there was there like, can we get some more Friday and Thursday night games? Like we we need more than two games on Thursday and Friday night. Spread it out. A we bit. also had a Wednesday night game, which electric one and zero in the week. Not was, a big deal. It was a fun belt game, right? Yes, fun belt. Uh, uh ULL Lafayette plus ten how, and a half one outright. That warms my heart because this time of year, you know, your oh action's coming around the corner. You got fun belts yeah. starting, Major League Baseball playoffs going on right now. In NBA. The, oh, yes, dude. I'm so excited for the NBA. But the fun belt is actually fucking good, too. Yeah, like, no, they, they got some teams. They got some dogs. I, I, I've said it before. Some of those fun belt teams, it's like they get some ex- SEC rejects. Like, there's a, <laughs> there's a lot of kids that will end up going to SEC schools that, for whatever reason, it doesn't pan out for them. And, like, these, there's some, like, four- and five-star talent that just – It's like higher-up JUCOs. It's like yeah. the – it's like JUCO group of – Sunbelt, the yeah. SEC. Yeah. Yeah. All right, to you. All right, I'm going to start with a 230 game that I actually had written down as one of the bigger games of the weekend because I wasn't sure if we were going to discuss it on that segment. But I like Clemson minus three and a half here. And this is a very weird line discrepancy. This line started at minus seven and a half for Clemson. It got bet down or it got shifted on pretty much every single book down to three and a half. And there's been no real clear motive of why. I think it was just kind of a discrepancy where books realized they fucked up and it went back down to three and a half. So a lot of people might say, you know what? Maybe that leans towards Florida State. I think this is a buyback situation. I think Clemson's a lot better team than Florida State right now. They have a lot more momentum. This is probably going to be a pretty hostile environment. Doak is going to be rocking. Florida State's in a spot where they're coming off of, I think, I believe a two-game slide now. But I trust Clemson to win this game. If they control the time of possession, they should be able to run the ball really well. FSU's offense has been really bad in the last two weeks, and Clemson's offense or defense has really improved in the last two weeks following that just catastrophic game against Wake. Uh, this is a good spot, I think, for Clemson here. I like the line discrepancy. Buyback situation, Clemson minus, Clemson minus three and a half. Uh, yes, I also have Clemson minus three and a half. We're seeing the board right now. And honestly, I you know, I didn't. I probably should have said this at the beginning of the podcast. And actually, I probably shouldn't say it at all. But I've been having a pretty good college season. I don't, I don't know about you. I've been kind of balling. Like, I now, now that I say that, it's going to be bad. But everything you said, I like FSU. I mean, I like Clemson. FSU, two game, two game losing streak, and like they have looked terrible. It's Wake and uh, NC State, two good teams, but I don't know. And three and a half only at FSU. Norvell is a good coach. Um, Ibris, the the like the best defensive tackle in the country for Clemson, he's, he might he's, not play. He's probably, I think, he's probably leaning back. That's why when this line discrepancy, and I was researching it because I was like, damn, why could this have changed this much? Injury-wise, it seems like Clemson is going to be the healthiest they have been in weeks. So I think it's really just an odds-maker fuck-up where it started out a little bit too high, it's down. I think the three-and-a-half could be a buyback. I I like the three-and-a-half too. FSU can't stop the run. DJ and Shipley are going to go off. Uh, Shipley and Shipley is all the way back. We like he didn't get talked about coming into this year at all. Uh, he was a freshman last year, a true freshman. Next year, he's just balling. Shocker, he's a five star, he's awesome. 
DJ all the way. He might be a four star, but DJ is a baller too. I hated him. I hated him. <laughs> I, I'll say it. I hated him. Uh, he's proven me wrong this year, and I'm 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 happy to be on the DJ bandwagon. So give me Clemson minus three and a half. Big game too. That could have been on the list for sure. This is a really big game, but for DJ, this is a game where you have to take care of the ball, control time of possession, don't make mistakes, and we got to be a little bit more accurate. Like that's <sighs> all that we got to ask from DJ. DJ's been pretty solid this year. He can work a little bit on those like medium, Simple short ones. range games. He's just got to be a little bit more accurate. I think he gets it done though. Three and a half. I like. I like that. I like that. Um, my next game. Kansas at Oklahoma. Oklahoma's minus nine, um, over under 62 and a half. I love Kansas. I mean, no, not Kansas. I love Oklahoma. I love Oklahoma. I love the over 62 and a half. Um, Jalen Daniels might not play. Or, uh, Jalen Daniels. Like, there's too many fucking Daniels, bro. <laughs> that fuck for LSU, dude. There's too many of them. There's a lot of J- Jalen Jalan, too. Yeah, all of it. It's, it's tough. Um, so he's not playing. Bean can ball, though. That backup quarterback, he played a lot last year. Um, he showed he was balling at the end of that game once Daniels went out. Um, so I liked over 62. Oklahoma's defense still can't stop anybody. Dylan Gabriel should be back. Um, no, it was something like 91% of the bats are on Kansas, 91% as an underdog. If you see that high of a number on an underdog, hammer the favorite. It doesn't make sense why it's nine points. Oklahoma has looked like a fucking JV team the last two weeks. I think you take them here. It's gross. It's gritty. Oklahoma minus nine at or against Kansas. Coming coming to Oklahoma against Kansas. Book it. Fuck, because I have Oklahoma. I have Ugh. Oklahoma minus nine, and this is not Fuck one of them it. where I'm like, yeah, but we're on the same side. It seems like. But I like the fact that I didn't know that 90% of the money or 80% of the money was on Kansas. I like that. I think if Dylan Gabriel is healthy, they are a lot better team than they showed last weekend. I mean, that shows how much of a difference he makes. I think it says something about Texas as well. Kansas without Jalon Daniels is not the same team. Bean came in. He played pretty well. Uh, but that's that's just not the same team. Like Him being in the game is an absolute game changer for that Kansas offense. This is a spot where it's like, damn, it's only nine. You're getting Oklahoma only nine. Sometimes you got to get past that stigma where it's like Oklahoma is not the same Oklahoma we saw. Uh, in previous years but if Dylan Gabriel is back I really like them to cover this nine points at home get back game for them also it's just Kansas like we're betting against Kansas yeah. still. it's like you got to keep that in the back of your mind as well also unreal uniforms out of Oklahoma this weekend. I don't Ooh, know if you saw okay. I really like them it's a little bit of like of a matte gray type thing pretty electric okay we had the, there's a couple jerseys out and jerseys and helmets out there that are just electric this week uh Actually, I'll go to one of those games, BYU versus, versus Arkansas. Arkansas coming to BYU. BYU's wearing these, like, cougar helmets where it's, like, literally, like, a cougar. Not, not like, the logo. A cougar on their helmet looks so dumb, but I kind of like it. Uh, give me BYU minus one. They were they were plus four at Notre Dame, at uh, neutral site against Notre Dame last week and got the shit kicked out of them. Why are they minus one against Arkansas? Is Arkansas worse team than Notre Dame? Is Arkansas a better team than Notre Dame? I don't know. Uh, and, you know, I'm actually so mad at myself that I changed because I changed to BYU plus four like an hour before the game, and it was just so wrong so fast. It made no sense why Notre Dame was favored by four. Always, with if, if a line makes no sense, hammer it. Hammer it. Uh, this is just a game I don't know. BYU minus one. Arkansas feels like they're coming off the side of a cliff. Uh, 
KJ Jefferson should be playing. I don't know though. Uh, I just don't like that Notre Dame spread. And then this Arkansas spread it doesn't make sense. Uh, give me BYU minus one. This game, I think, changes a lot depending on whether KJ Jefferson is playing a lot. I have BYU money line here. This is two teams that have been struggling a little bit recently. BYU had a couple wins in there after that thumping or after that big loss against who was it? Oregon. They got crushed by yeah, somebody. It was yeah. Oregon. They got a couple wins, but they didn't really look great. They struggled last weekend against the Notre Dame team. That's not great either. Uh, I believe Arkansas is coming off of two losses, that Alabama game, and then they just looked absolutely terrible against – oh, no, three, A&M, Alabama, and then they looked really bad oh, last weekend against God, Mississippi State. They're a different team without K.J. Jefferson. Like, they just don't have the they, dynamic offensively. Go ahead. Their fucking quarterback is literally a track sprinter. Their backup quarterback is a tra- – he can't throw – it's just like no He's really tall and skinny too. Yes, dude, yeah, but yeah. holy fuck, if he gets outside the pocket, can that motherfucker scoot? Like, I've never seen someone get upfield faster. All yeah. right. you yeah. Keep Two going. teams struggling. Both need a win. Not only is it a home game, altitude game. 4,500 feet in the air. You're playing in Provo, Utah. Weather oh game, God. kind of. This is an altitude Weather game. game. Weather game. Arkansas is probably, I don't know, geographically, like I know where Arkansas is at. I can't imagine there's any elevation in Arkansas. When no I way. think of Arkansas, I just think of something that is so fucking flat. <laughs> like there's just nothing out there. It's just flat plains. I don't know if that's right. That's just the way my brain's working. Elevation game. BYU, that is, I don't know how to describe it, but Provo is one of those places that is really tough to go in and play. And SEC going to team going to Provo doesn't seem right. I like Utah to get that bounce back win at home. Elevation game. Utah, BYU. Oh, yeah. I'm same sorry. shit. Same, well, same shit. Yeah. Same state. Yeah. yeah elevation the same. Elevation game doesn't matter. 4,500 feet. 4, feet. <laughs> I like that. I'm on them. Uh, my next game, this is a gross one. Minnesota at Illinois. I like Illinois. I mean, I like Minnesota minus six and a half. I keep, why do I keep doing that? I haven't literally have it written down. Minnesota minus six and a half. Uh, yeah, Illinois can't score. I don't know how they're gonna score. I, I don't know how they're gonna score. They don't they don't have an offense. Uh Minnesota can run the ball down anybody's throat. Uh a shout out to that loss against Purdue. I love that they lost to Purdue, so we didn't have to keep hearing about uh how Minnesota's a ranked team. They're good. This is a bounce back spot. Illinois is not good. Like they're just not. They they're they're five and one, whatever. Bielema's got them going. This is not a spot for Illinois. Illinois feels so easy in this spot. I love Minnesota. I have Illinois. I like Illinois plus six and a half. When I was looking at it, it smells trap line. It's like Illinois' first time they've been ranked in forever. They're at home. They're getting the Gophers, a team that kind of fell out of the top 25, coming off a bye. I think it screams trap, seems screams square pick to bet Illinois here. I just like the points here. I think I don't think necessarily Illinois is going to win this football game. It's going to be Muhammad Ibrahim who's back versus Chase Brown, probably the two best running backs in the West. This is going to be a low-scoring, gross slugfest. And with that, I like the six and a half on my side, especially being at home. Again, it screams trap line. It's probably a square pick. It's one of one of those. If it loses, it's like, how did you not see that coming? But I do like the points at home. I think it's low-scoring. Keep it within the number, Illinois. Love it, love it. Um, I mean, I have Minnesota, but that's that's going to be an interesting game, and I like that we're flipped on one of those type games. Uh, 
My next pick, this is a simple one. This is just a respect pick. Shout out to the boys at James Madison. Shout out the fun belt. 5-0 against the spread. Minus 11.5 at Georgia Southern. Georgia Southern beat Nebraska earlier in the year. That's the only thing I know about them. JMU, keep hammering them until they fucking lose. Minus 11.5. Georgia Southern plus 11.5. Why? Why? It's the week. You cannot cover every single fucking spread. Imagine being the this person. This line is too high. Wow. This line is too high. I look at it. Georgia Southern is a good football team. They struggled last weekend against Georgia State. They gave up way too many goddamn points. I'm not going to lie. James Madison is really due for a slip-up. Like, they've been really solid this year. I think 11.5 is too much. I don't think that they're going to win the game, but I think 11.5 is too many points, and I think this is the week that they don't cover. I'm calling my shot like I'm Babe motherfucking Ruth here. <laughs> I like Georgia Southern Absurd in this call. spot. Absurd call. Like, uh, like. Who, who goes against a team that's 5-0 and against the spread? You know it's what's crazy, crazy about that is, like, I wasn't even thinking about that. I just like Georgia Southern. It's tough. It's tough. Count it. Uh, I love Plus James 12. Madison. Give me 12. Give me the other half now. It just changed on ESPN. <laughs> I'm going to take every goddamn point I can get on this. Because <laughs> he knows. He wants to back out, but he can't now. No, I'm all in on it. Uh, <laughs> my next pick, shout out the boys, the Huskies, UConn, plus 9.5. They won two games in a row, two FBS wins in a row. They're going to the MAC and Ball State. Uh, two straight wins in a row. What else do you have to say? UConn plus nine and a half against the MAC team. Uh, U, uh, UConn, I should, you know, it's a real shame I didn't keep betting on them because they actually got hot there for a second. I stopped. I'm back on them now. UConn plus nine and a half. I'm going to go back to the Big Ten for this one. We're going to get away from those just absolute gross games. But with that being said, this is going to be another really gross game. I like Wisconsin minus seven and a half against Michigan State. Is Michigan State falling apart? Are they absolutely crumbling? Because they look bad in every single facet of the game right now. Wisconsin looked like they found a little bit of a spark last weekend with Jim Lemmer starting as their head coach. That was his first game as a head coach. They won 42-7 to against Northwestern. I know it's Northwestern, but when you're looking at two teams that didn't have a lot going for them, that's a huge momentum boost. This is Michigan State's, like, I think do or die. Like, do they fucking collapse or do they rise to the occasion and get a win here? This is a really big spot for them. Is Tuck coming? I don't know. But Mertz looked a lot better. Like, he looked like he found a rhythm. They looked like they were playing a little bit looser. They got Braylon Allen going in the run game. Hasn't been as effective running the ball as most Wisconsin teams have been. This is just another one of those kind of spot games. I think Michigan State can keep it interesting in the first half, but I like the Badgers to wear them out minus seven and a half. This game is my lock of the week. Ooh, I'll stay. I'll stay tuned on that one. Ooh. Stay tuned on that one. Um, oh, I like that. To the, I like that. To the Pac-12, Arizona plus fourteen at Washington. Oh. Why? Well, I mean, the zone is brutal. They got slammed by Oregon last week, but. Washington is still getting respect for beating Michigan State, who is in complete disarray. Um, Washington's not good. They're really not. You're getting 14 points. Uh, you, you have to go on the road. Penix, you know, he could blow up at any moment. In any moment, you never know when he's going to get hot. But Zona, plus 14. Uh, I just think I think Washington's fraud. It's a Washington fraud bet for me. Shout out to over-under on this game being 73. Jesus, <laughs> like defense, absolutely optional. I will say one thing watching Arizona, it's Delora. 
their quarterback is unbelievably electric. He is like, elect. He is Manziel. I like horrible, but Manziel. He's like he's literally like a Walmart Manziel because some of the plays <laughs> he makes are just so <laughs> absurd. Like he'll be scrambling, like running around. It's like throw, throw it away, just throw it away, <laughs> and he'll just do some crazy shit. That's like those are two fun teams to watch, though. Most definitely. Um, I have four more. Oh wow, I forgot about it. Okay, I'll I'll rip these off because I uh, and I will say love the board. I mean, if the if there's if it's like a good weekend in college football, like not only am I gonna bet all of those games, I'm gonna have the same amount of games that I would in a normal week. It's all bad. Uh this one I've gone back and forth on Washington State at Oregon State. Oregon State Ooh. minus three and a half. I think Oregon State minus three and a half. Washington State looked really bad last week. They can't score. They can't score. Their defense is good. Oregon State's offense is good. I think they can counter the good Washington State defense. Um, and Washington State literally can't score anybody. I love the way they looked against USC a couple weeks ago. Uh, I like Oregon State a lot here, minus three and a half. I, I I started on Wazoo, flipped it quick. Oregon State minus three and a half. You know what? I might add that to my car because I've been a pretty I've been an advocate for Oregon State all year. Chase Nolan, if he can protect the ball, I think this is a game they can cover. Just love stop it. turning the ball over, man. Just please, bro. <laughs> I love it. Uh, the Force, minus 10, Air Force. Uh, this is becoming a weekly thing that I bet on Air Force. They're minus 10 at UNLV. If there is nothing more painful in this world than betting on a service academy team minus double point spreads, and they only run. Like, it's brutal. It's brutal, but UNLV is really bad. Like, they lost last week to some bum team. Uh, hey, San Jose State. Hey, let's give UNLV a little bit of credit. One of those Why? teams that are from the absolute gutter. Like they had True. nothing a year ago. La- <laughs> like one of the worst. I think they're at four wins right now. They beat a lot of bad teams, but let's give them a little bit of credit. I like that. I like that. Uh, but they're fucking awful. Give me the force minus 10. They're just going to run the ball over them. Tangent uh, two. I feel like UNLV should be a good team. I- that Very should fair. be who doesn't want to be be in Vegas as a college football player. I feel like that should be a transfer habit. Hundred percent. Like maybe with the new transfer portal rules, dude. They have some J's too. Their jerseys are fire. They play in that uh, Vegas stadium. Yeah, right? it's like five minutes outside. It's electric. Yeah. Uh, but the force minus ten at Vegas. Uh, you know this is another thing I should really talk about because I, you know how I've been talking about Utah State a little bit. Oh yeah. Like I like their coach. That coach was definitely the coach of San Jose State. <laughs> I was definitely thinking the San Jose State coach I it because the whole time. And because I saw – I watched it because they played on Friday night last week. I turned it on. I was like, oh, my God. I'm so dumb. Because their San Jose State coach is fucking electric. So I'm going to start betting on those boys. They're minus eight and a half at Fresno State. Fresno State's 0-5 against the spread. They're one of two teams that have not covered – um, I like San Jose State a lot. They're actually pretty good oh, too. Wait. Great colors too. I'm sorry. Did you just say San Jose State? Yeah. I got Fresno State. Why? Line blew up. This is a spot game too, as well. I didn't like the way the line was moving. It started at six and a half, seven. It got pushed up to eight. Fresno's and a half. zero and five against the spread. I like them. All right. So you like you'd like to go against the five and zero team and with the zero and five team. I respect that. They're That's due. some balls. It's kind of the same way as that Georgia Southern game. It doesn't make a lot of yeah. sense, but it's so preposterous on both sides that it's just going to cancel. It's like two negatives equal a positive type shit. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, sure. 
Uh, yeah, it, crazy strategy. I would never do that ever. Playing the law of averages and statistics at all levels out at some point, which completely contradicts a lot of other statistics we brought up to support our <laughs> exactly, claims. Exactly. But like, that's just the way I was thinking on that game. <laughs> all right, my last game before locks of the week. LSU plus two and a half at Florida. Ooh, interesting game. Bounce back game. Florida still stinks. If if you can if you can mess up Richardson a little bit, he cannot throw the ball. Like he really struggles to throw the ball. Um, Jalen Daniels, with everything being said about what happened last week, he did not look bad. He made some bad throws. He was here and there. He made a lot of throws where it was like, okay, this is a real quarterback, and it makes sense why they're not bad. Their defense isn't great. I think the plus two and a half, it's at the swamp, 6 p.m. It's not a great spot. I think LSU is better, though. Brian Kelly will have him back together. I was talking about how much I like Brian. I hate Brian Kelly, but I thought he was doing a good job. Laid an egg. I think he's going to do a good job here. If he doesn't this time, I'm betting against him every week. Fuck that guy. Uh, LSU plus two and a half. All-time bad bet this weekend. LSU. Now that I just remembered it, you loved LSU. Brutal. Yeah, love them. I, I, will I, say- I mean, love them. This is a game I really wanted to bet. Like I look, I was looking at it and I was like, "Damn, LSU, Florida!" Like this feels like a game I should bet. I think LSU is a better football team than Florida. If this is on a neutral site or at LSU, I'm all over LSU. The only thing that is like making me shy away from this game is it being in the swamp at night. Yeah, only I, only reason I'm not betting LSU. I I did the same thing. It's literally the last pick of my card because I was like, I kept scroll like you scroll the board. If you scroll it a couple times, I, I it caught my eye every time. But it's like, I don't know, am I really going to do that? I don't think so. All right. Eat a dub. Lock of the week. Jameis, start eating. That's a W. That's E1. That's E1. That's a W. How many people want to eat a W tonight? How many people want to eat a W tonight? Uh, you go for Actually, no, I'll go first because we already kind of know where my game's coming from. I'm going to Michigan State. Michigan State is getting Wisconsin. I love Wisconsin minus seven and a half. You said Ooh. it. You said everything I talked about, man. I think their coach is getting them turned around. I watched all of that game last week trying to see if our friend was going to play. He played a little bit. Uh, Wisconsin minus seven and a half locked the week. The Spartans are falling apart. It is bad. Like I'm not. I I loved what Mel talked. I was the biggest Mel Tucker fan last year. I loved what he was doing. It's brutal. It feels like he got the bag. Stop giving a fuck. I this might be a historically bad Michigan State team. I love Wisconsin. I really like the new coach. Graham, just what you said, Graham Mertz and Braylon Allen look like different players last week. They were winning in the trenches. This is a team that has the guys to be a gritty team and win games. I think this is a great spot. I know it was Northwestern last week. I think Wisconsin is the play minus seven and a half um, at Michigan State. That's my lock of the week. Fuck Michigan State. True. Fuck. I I, I don't mind. Free, free my boy Terry. True. First of all, true. You don't treat your players like that. If you recruit a guy, he should have the right to keep his number. Exactly. His number and shit. Fuck Michigan State. He's, I hope Wisconsin. I hope Tuck is never coming because yeah. I don't want to hear that shit anymore. I don't want to open my Twitter and I don't want to see that motherfucker smoking, smoking a cigar, cigar, bro. I don't give a fuck. Like Michigan State fans are so goddamn annoying because they don't understand that it's their fair. expectations coming into this year. I honestly don't think it's as fair to talk because this is when you look at two, three years ago, how bad they were. Brutal. They get they abused the transfer two years ago. Two years ago. Literally. Overexceeded last year. 
They, I was all over them being, I think they're a little bit worse than I said they might be, but I said, they're got to come back down to sea level. Like yeah. they were riding way too high. I'm not, I fucking hate Michigan State fans. I just don't want to see that dude smoking cigars. Yeah. And I will say Peyton Thorne, horrible. Like, like terrible. Took terrible. a massive step down. Huge step down. Uh, it, You can tell Kenneth Walker's gone too. Like they need that motherfucker bad. Yeah. All right. Your lock of the week. Lock of the week. This is going against square betters. Uh-oh. Vegas is begging you. Vegas is begging you to take USC. Square bettors, people that haven't bet before, they are begging you to take USC. Oh, my God, the USC Trojans are dogs against a team that just lost to UCLA? No. You, Utah is the team in the Pac-12 still. Still, Yes. They have a better running game. They're going to run all over this shitty U- USC defense. Yes. They're going to control the time of possession. They're going to keep Caleb Williams on the sideline. USC, week in and week out, is just kind of played down to level of competition. This is the week they get picked off at home, at night. Tough place to play. Vegas is begging you guys. Please take, please take USC. They want you to take USC. I fucking love Utah minus three and a half. They're going to avenge your shitty lock of the week last weekend. They're here to play. I love the boys. Give me the U's minus three. Yeah. Yeah. I, first things first. Brutal lock of the week last week. Fuck me. That was bad. I fucking love it, dude. I love it. At home. At home. Huge game. USC. Fuck them. I love those locks. I love the dog of the week. I love all my picks to be real. Takes for days. This is the podcast. Shout out everybody listening. We'll be back. Follow the TikTok too. Now, who's hot? Who not? Tell me who rock, who sell out in the stores. You tell me who flop, who cop the blue drop, who jewels got pops, who mostly go down to the blue drop. The same old pimp.